I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, I wanted to take this uh, time to just kind of talk about some memories, some reflections. I feel like I do a lot of reflecting and, um, you know, I think that's, we're meant to do that sometimes just to kind of look back, learn from mistakes to remember the things that God has done for us, the things that, you know, we've done that we ought not to do again, uh, just things that help us stay focused on the present, which kind of sounds contradictory, right? Um, however, Facebook does not want you to forget memories sometimes, right? So every, um, about every day, it's like, hey, here's your Facebook memories from last year, which probably tells you how much I post, probably a little too much. Um, and, you know, mm, well, sometimes those memories it brings up is not so good feeling. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I remember. I remember that time in my life. Thanks for reminding me. That was great. So around this time last year, um, if y'all remember, um, I was going through a really, really hard time. Um, you know, sometimes I go through hard stuff. Uh, I bet sometimes y'all go through hard stuff too. And last year was, um, probably one of the harder times in my life spiritually. Um, and there was, there was just some junk going on and I didn't start the junk, but I definitely did not um, stay out of the junk and I wanted to fix it myself and uh, got really prideful in that sense because you know I know what's best <laughs> and you know and and then I get mad because it's not going the way I think it should go and in any case um, it just oh man it was a big mess uh, and it didn't even really involve me um, I think it's interesting things will come into our lives or that we are aware of. And it's just so important to wait in the Lord. Um, as y'all heard last week, I've been uh, reading through First Samuel and Second Samuel now. And just, man, sometimes, like I said, you read the Bible and it tears you up because you hear what God is saying, but your flesh is like, ah, I don't like that, <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't agree. I don't think, I don't think it's right. I think I should be able to do this. And so, you know, first and second Samuel, it's just showing how God is raising David as up to be king. And, you know, Saul's in the way because he was king and now he's not. And he's trying to kill David and David's not going to lay a hand on him because he's waiting in the Lord. You know, he's like, hey, God's my defender. I don't need to act on my behalf. God will act on my behalf. And that is really tough, especially when you feel like someone is being hurtful towards you, um, you know, or you see somebody else and you want to step in. And it's just really important to go to God in prayer and discern exactly what it is, because most of the time, what we think is best usually makes things worse. And God might have like, you know, his whole army getting ready he's got his plan going on and then we come in and you know 
throw a wrench in the beautiful plan God had. I mean, and nothing can thwart what God's really going to do ultimately, but we can make things messy for ourselves and other people. So it's just really important to wait in the Lord. Um, so there were some things last year, like I said, you know, that um, I kind of got myself into and um, and just really pulled away from the Lord and from church and from my friends. And I was angry and um, I was paranoid because I just thought, you know, all right, now everybody's going to mark me and nobody wants me around and everybody's treating me like this and, you know, whatever, all the things that we say to ourselves. And I just felt so heartbroken. Like, really, I had pain in my heart, <laughs> which, you know, Sometimes I can be hard-hearted and, um, and also pray for me about that because, you know, I've been counseled. I am going through some stuff right now and I have a unforgiving heart right now in this situation. And so I've become bitter and I have a root of bitterness in my heart. And so it's easy for me when I feel like somebody's hurting me to harden my heart because that's easier <laughs> than to feel feelings and pain and especially if it's something that you keep going through and so it's just easier to be like yeah eh, eh, don't bother me anymore I don't care whatever you know um and that's not how God wants us to be and so last year you know oh man my heart was just broken into a million pieces I was just crying you know crying all the time and just felt alone and distraught and um and Satan wants us to feel that way. So one of the memories I had brought on my memory timeline was, it was something I posted. And um, it it's a picture of this girl. She's, I'll post it um, on the Instagram tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow, whenever I release this episode. Um, but it's this girl. She's like on the ground. And uh, it just says, sometimes I pray like this, Lord, help me, help me. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Thank you. And then I had wrote under it, sometimes I can't even get that many words out. And I remember crying as I was posting this. Like, I'm not posting myself crying. I'm not, you know, all this stuff. But um, oh, I just felt so broken. And it's so funny. Sometimes, you know, we see pictures or we just remember time. And then we can remember the feeling that went along with it and uh and then something else I had posted I think that week last year it said sometimes you have to worship in the presence of your doubts and disappointments to remind them who reigns and I think it's so true that oftentimes as Christians you know we feel like maybe we're not doing that good of a job if we're feeling any type of emotions that are not positive or we're just not a great Christ follower if there's things we're wrestling with and struggling with and so a lot of times we keep those things to ourselves or we go the complete opposite way. And it's just like, well, you know, nobody's perfect. You know, I love Christ and he loves me just as I am. And, um, you know, sometimes I, I drink too much and sometimes I do this. But, hey, you know what? God loves me and I love God. And and it's like, oh, that's not that's not that's not it either. <laughs> so it's you know, we're not perfect, but we're also not living in our sin and accepting that as okay either so I think there is a place in between where we just need to be honest people um, we need to love the Lord spend time with the Lord every day 
uh, in his word and walk with him and walk with others and then just kind of admit our brokenness sometimes like I'm struggling through this you know like okay here's a situation this is hard this is how my flesh is trying to handle it right now and I'm not like I just said you know I'm I'm, I've got a root of bitterness in my heart okay that's not perfect Christian right there Um, and that that has obviously been there for a while as far as my unforgiveness, which is why it's turned into root of bitterness. Um, it's not to say that I haven't wrestled with it before. It's just very hard to figure out how to have relationships sometimes um, and completely, you know, just, I don't know, be have, have the victory like you're supposed to have, you know, but it's important to not give up. It's, a, it's important to see the hope in the Lord and to fight for that. And so, um, you know, I talked about this last year. I talked about it on my podcast. I talked about it on Facebook, um, you know, and, and not trying to give all the details and shame anybody else and bring up, you know, or anything like that. Just acknowledging, hey, I'm having a problem <laughs> or, hey, I had a problem. This is what I went through. This is, you know, how I, I felt alone. I felt like I didn't want to deal with God anymore. You know, I couldn't ex- deny his existence. You know, I'm not going to say, well, now I don't believe that there's a God anymore. And I believe that, you know, everything's just tied in one spirituality, like Star Wars, the Force, whatever. It's all good. You know, I'm not going to change my beliefs and deny the truth that I still believe. It's just emotionally and fleshly. I just don't want to deal with it. So it's just really easy to put up a wall, whether it's between, you know, people that are hurting you or you feel that way um, or even between the Lord. I think there's so many of us that do that uh we're we're just like you know i believe there's a god i believe the bible's true i believe jesus christ died on the cross for my sins i know i'm saved i don't want to deal with you lord Ugh. like jonah who is like okay well lord i hear you telling me this these are our enemies i don't want to deal with it i am running the other direction a lot of times what we do is we run away from god and that's what it is when we harden our heart and we say, I, don't, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. And this is too hurtful. This is too painful. This is just something I don't want to do. And, and we avoid God. And a lot of times that's a reason why people do not go to church anymore. Yeah, I'm saved. Yeah, I believe the Bible's true. No, I don't go to church because I don't want to deal with church. I don't want to deal with those people. And I don't want to deal with the Lord. I've been hurt. Something has happened. And before, you know, it was easy to say, well, hey, you need to just get over yourself and go be obedient. And yeah, go be obedient. That's true. <laughs> um, that's going to be best for your life. And, and God is worthy of your worship. And your life will be so much better living according to God's plan. However, I have a little more empathy <laughs> when it comes to that because I was in that place too. Uh, where it was like, yeah, I actually don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be dealing with the Lord and what he has to say. This hurts. I hate this. This sucks. I don't want to do it. And so that's my answer (laughs) for things is just like, all right, going to try to deal with it. Going to try to do, okay, this hurts. Okay, yeah, Uh, never mind. I'm packing my toys and I'm going home. And so I definitely had that struggle last year. And um, and I was in a dry desert, uh, feeling very lost and alone. And, um, and it was hard. And I knew in my mind that I had to push through it. Um, I think, I think for a week I was like, this is it. This is, this is how I mentally go crazy. <laughs> like this is, this is how, 
this is how I stop going to church. This is how I stop talking to the Lord. This is how that love relationship ended. It was just very scary how you can feel so close to the Lord and then the next minute feel completely abandoned and hurt um, and alone and just willing to walk away. I think that was incredibly scary. And, you know, my mom was like, hey, yeah, that sounds like a spiritual attack. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) How stupid is that? I didn't even think about it. Because you get so wrapped up in the things that you can see. And, you know, just the people and the situations, the circumstances and stuff like that. You don't actually think that it's a spiritual thing. And let me remind you, my friends, everything is a spiritual thing. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's Ephesians 6.12. I didn't even think about that. I was so wrapped up in myself, my emotions, and people, and the circumstances, and the things my eyes could see, that I did not even recognize what was actually happening. And it's just... How many times do we get in those situations? Are you in a situation like that right now where you're you're having a problem with somebody and you're not recognizing the force behind it? Are you not in your Bible? Are you not going to church? Are there reasons why? Probably because your flesh and Satan doesn't want you to. And I was, you know, my flesh and Satan didn't want me to get right with people. And didn't want me to see what was going on. And didn't want me to reconcile with the Lord. It's quite ridiculous. Um, And after I went through that really hard week. And it sounds like, wow, just a week? You are really making it so dramatic. (laughs) Um, I think spiritually, I was having a hard time since March of last year. And I'm still pressing through it, still working through it, but still really wrestling with things. Not with my belief in the Lord and the Bible and the validity of that or anything like that. But just with, um, I wouldn't say like depression. There were there were issues happening in my life that were outside of my control, so to speak. Um, that were just, con- it just felt like constant battles all the time. And so, you know, that was March of last year and it just kind of continued it's showing its ugly face in many different forms through many different relationships, through many different um, circumstances that were beyond my control. And it just constantly felt like I was fighting something. And so I think this situation that happened um, that kind of reared its ugly head to the, the point, um, the climax of things or whatever in this other situation, it was just like, it was like a like like somebody turned off the light, you know. I I I just felt alone in the dark and gut wrenched. I mean, it was hard. That week also, there was a storm that happened, and then a tree took out all of our like we live out in the country, so we have the internet. We don't have any cell phone service, and then we have a landline, and so it just it just took it all out. Uh, and so I was just even further isolated and I had a precious friend who just showed up at my house and I know that God used her in a big way because I'm here, gut wrenched, paranoid, feeling in the dark, then like literally, you know, no internet, no, 
uh, modern forms of communication and we don't live like in a subdivision you know what I mean we're just out in the sticks literally in the middle of the woods and she just showed up and I, I told her I was like I think I'm going crazy I really literally thought I was going crazy <laughs> I think I'm going crazy like I just felt like my whole belief system was being attacked belief system like my faith in the Lord and my fellowship with my brothers and sisters and in my church and and let me just tell you also like the church leaders at my church and the deacons and the people that were there like they are good people and they're righteous people but there was there was some junk in the side that had nothing to do with them um and in any case so she just looked at me and she's like you're not going crazy you're just going through a hard time like she's kind of like I love you get it together you know <laughs> and um and it's nice to have friends that will come over and, and treat you like you're not crazy. That will say, like, okay, you didn't, like, handle everything the best, but I love you, and you're going through something hard, and let me walk uh, through this hard time with you. But I'm going to still show you that I'm here for you and I love you. And, man, like, that was, um, that was, like, the light in that dark room that I needed because I felt so alone and in the dark. And so I'm, like... I'm just saying, if you want to be a good friend, that is, that's the way to do it. Because I still remember that God brings that to memory. Um, you know, when you think, oh, do I have any friends? You're like, man, I got a good friend right there. Uh, and after that, I ended up recording, um, the episode number 72 called retreat into the wilderness. So if y'all want to go back to kind of listen to that and just hear a little bit of how, God was helping me push through because sometimes it's not like a light switch is like, whoop, okay, everything's back to normal. Things are good. That was weird. Now things are completely fine. You're still going to journey through things and work through things. I mean, none of us will have arrived, right, until we arrive in heaven. And so if you're on earth, you're going to be wrestling with things, going through stuff, dealing with junk, with people, circumstances, all this stuff. And just to always remember there's a spiritual thing behind that. Um, and that is so important that you do have friends who are walking with the Lord and for real, like reading their Bible and praying to God and, you know, involved in the local church so that when you are having some issues in your faith with the Lord and with your, you know, um, your eyes only seeing the distractions that Satan wants you to see, um, that you have a friend that will come in and um, help you not fall by the wayside. And I think after that, you know, I was still, you know, I, I still was like, all right, that this definitely is a spiritual attack. There was some junky stuff that happened with other people that need to get right with the Lord. Um, but as far as with me, I want to be accountable for me because <laughs> that's what God calls me to do. Right. And so I need to walk in obedience, even if my feelings are like, I just want to sit in my house by myself. And so I continued to go to church. I continued to, you know, pick up my Bible again after that week and to pray and to go through the motions, so to speak. And it wasn't like, I'm just going through the motions to check off a box. It's like, hey, you know, if you're having a hard relationship with somebody, but you still pick up the phone to call them, or you still go out of your way to say, hey, I love you, you know, to try to reconnect. And God's always there. He never moved. But for me, I needed to do the things that were going to bring me closer to the Lord rather than just go sit and pout in a corner. And so going through that was helpful to me because God is kind 
and his promises are true, you know? And so I know that if God says, these are the ways to get closer to me, and I do these things by reading his word and by talking to him and by surrounding myself with other brothers and sisters in Christ, then I know that I'm going to feel closer to him. And I know that there was, uh, uh, it's still a journey, (laughs) you know, it's still a journey. And sometimes you're like, is it ever going to happen? And then there was an episode I recorded number 84 called Keep Records. And that basically was just about, you know, when we feel distant from God or maybe kind of dry, like you go through those seasons where you're like, I feel so close to God. It's so great. Um, You know, I'm just feeling connected with him all the time. And then we have times in our life too where our emotions are just not connecting and we're just like I you know I believe the Lord is God and I believe in the Bible and I love him but man I just feel kind of like I'm in a dry spell right now um and God just reminded me like keep records write down the things that you know what God's delivered me from, what God's brought me through, the things that God has blessed me with in my life. And so I literally started keeping a list of all the things that I could remember from like when I was born, you know, um, into present time. And as you write all these things of where God has shown up and where you have allowed him, allowed him to show up and the things that he's blessed you with and delivered you from and all these things. And you just see his hand more than what, your flesh wants to admit. Um, a lot of times we have to sit down and remind ourselves, just like God had told the Israelites to do, you know, you need to remind yourself of the things that I've done, how I've delivered you from Egypt, you know, how I have blessed you, what I have done uh, for you as a nation. And it's the same thing for us in our lives. We need to remember what God has done for us so that, you know, when we feel our faith wavering, we can be like, oh, yeah dummy (laughs) like don't be ridiculous look back and see all the ways that God has moved Um, and then in Psalm uh, chapter 40 verses 2 through 4 it says he brought me up also out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings and hath put a new song in my mouth even praise unto our God many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud nor such as turn aside to lies. So just remember if you're in a pit, it's the Lord that's going to bring you out. But you have to quit trying to force your way and you got to humble yourself. I mean, if you're going to be prideful like I was and be like, but I know the right way, but it's this way. And, you know, I can still be that way. And it's just it's you're going to stay in the pit is what you're going to do because you know best right and that's what got you in that pit in the first place so you've got to you got to humble yourself and just surrender to the lord and he will put your feet upon the rock and help you know where to go right establish my goings uh, so he holds your hand through all that and i think it's important again be honest about what you're going through reach out to other people you know, let your story be known, not to glorify yourself in any way, because you hear me talking, you're probably like, oh, you're a hot mess. Um, but to glorify the Lord and to say, hey, if you're going through that, you're not alone. You know, I've gone through that. And Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, it says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted by God. 
For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. So if you're going through something and God has brought you out of it, turn around and glorify him and then tell other people about it so that those that are also going through something because you're not the only one that goes through something um, can be comforted by what you went through and you can tell them how you can, they can be comforted by the Lord and walk them back to having a right relationship with the Lord. And it's going to bring joy in their life. And again, he's worthy of the worship and worthy of our praise. And their life is going to be better for it because now they're right with their maker. You know, um, even even if you have your salvation all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to heaven, even though I have a um, broken relationship with the Lord here, living in sin or running from the Lord, which would be living in sin. Uh you're not going to experience the abundant life and joy here on earth until you're right with the Lord here. You can go to heaven afterwards, you know, if you've accepted Christ as your Savior. Uh, but if you're not right with the Lord right now, you're just going to be probably depressed and miserable and isolated and stuck in your sin, right? So reach out to somebody. Um, and if you've gone through something, be honest about it. You don't have to put on a face. Nobody gets extra points for putting on a face you know, but glorify the Lord in all that you do. And the way that we can glorify the Lord is to be honest about what we've been through, what we're going through, and to point other people back to the Lord, because that's the solution, right? Okay, so um, I think, I don't know if you've ever read um, about Amy Carmichael. She's an awesome missionary. And me and my kids went through these um, Christian Heroes books. And if you have any kids, it's such, like, have a great story time with them. Be like, hey, Here's some snacks. We're going to go hang out in the living room and read through these books, and it will really encourage you and your family. Um, so this one is a Christian hero book. It's called Amy Carmichael, Rescuer of Precious Gems. And that's Christian Heroes Then and Now by Janet Binge, B-E-N-G-E. I'll link the book in the show notes. Um, but, you know, the last 20 years of her life, I think she somehow fell in a a little bit of a pit or something and broke her leg and messed up her spine or whatever. She was bedridden for the last 20 years. And, you know, oftentimes there's tragedies that happen, things that don't seem ideal or blessings per se. But in those 20 years of life, of her life, she could have just been there depressed and, you know, mopey and crying in a corner. But what she did is still allowed God to use her. And because she had so much time, in the bed, bedridden, she wrote all these books that reached out to people and helped change their lives. Um, there's, I bring that up just to say that no matter what's going on in our life, uh, we can turn around and glorify the Lord with it. But we can't just keep quiet because she could have been like, everything's fine here. I'm, I'm living my best life. Have a good day. Thanks for checking on me. Um, or she could have told people what she went through and how God had uh, delivered her, which she did. Um, so I'll link that book. And then I'm going to add two songs. I thought I added this one before. It's an old one. It's by Mary Mary, and it's called Can't Give Up Now. And some of the lyrics are, I just can't give up now. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy, and I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me. I think that's a good reminder. And the other one, I mean, it's not like super deep theology or anything, but uh, I really just like how happy it is. So it's 
the goodness by blessings offer and toby mack and some of the lyrics are through the good and the bad and the ugly i can still see the sunshine above me lord i love all the ways that you love me you're the good you're the good you're the goodness so i'll link to the podcast spotify playlist in the show notes and if you have any questions prayer requests or need a physical bible feel free to dm me on instagram at walk with jesus podcast or email me at walk with jesus podcast at gmail.com and i'll talk to y'all next monday <laughs>